Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 107 of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Elberton. Who's with me tonight? Chainsaw Knight, Michael Co-Hughes. Okay. And Normal Knight, Jeff Cork. <laughs> and welcome back, Jeff. Thank you for having me. And um, where may people know you from? They might know me from Game Informer, unless they... Uh, Went to school with me. Maybe they, <laughs> they know me from there. I don't know. From, from around town? From Who knows? I don't really get out much these days, but yeah. I, probably from Game Informer. That's probably the, the <laughs> I know we talked about which state you were from, but now I can't. The first time you are on, but now I can't remember. I'm originally from Alaska, and now I, I, I've been living in Minnesota for, good grief, a long time. Several decades. <laughs> yeah. We can't imagine, can't imagine we have a lot of overlap of people you went to school with that actually listen to our podcast. Not yet. <laughs> I, I think this third time is going to be the, the ultimate magnet that's going to draw in that critical middle-age Alaskans. Which it's going to give I'm you sure that, a, a real demo. talking point for the next uh, high school reunion. <laughs> like, hey, I was on this podcast three times. That, let's see. What is a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> we have some people from Alaska to listen to. No, not many, but there's some. Yeah? Too many? Because we um. can fix that. <laughs> Alaska stinks. Take that. No, come on. And three downloads this month. So, hey, that's something, right? Really? From Alaska. Hello, Alaskans. <laughs> Hopefully you listen to this news episode. All right. And, uh, Jeff, why don't you introduce the game we're talking about since this was your idea? Yeah. Um, first off, I would like to start with an apology. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're playing Gotcha Force, which is a GameCube game from uh, our dear friends at Capcom that I have a strange history with. And it's not strange in a way that is interesting, unfortunately. It's just it's just a weird game that nobody played. And I think by nature of its unpopularity, I, I was playing it on my GameCube, my copy that I bought when it came out. And then uh, I realized later that that's actually probably part of my retirement plan. <laughs> oh, yeah. Gotcha for us <laughs> on GameCube. Because it fetches like a surprisingly high oh, price stupid. now just because don't nobody care about Gotcha Force. And after revisiting it, I would say the 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 people aren't wrong for not caring about Gotcha Force. <laughs> um, when it came out, I played it obsessively and I absolutely loved it. And we'll we'll get into it. But I think it is definitely very much of its era in a way that I think history is kind of I don't know if it's necessarily forgotten, but it's like a a quality of a game that we just forget. So I guess that's the same as not, you know, if history has forgotten it. But yeah, I, I know it's a deep cut. That's for sure. Yeah. And it's one that like I, it's I, I swear it's not like me trying to flex on. Look at my my deep GameCube <laughs> knowledge, because I went to a store in Duluth, Minnesota, and I picked up a copy from the, the rat, the shelf and, and bought it with money. So it's not like this crazy thing where I had to like finish a real world quest to get it. And like they only made one copy. I mean, it was a thing you could buy. So and I did because I think ultimately the we'll we'll get into it more deeply. But it's got like little guy in a big world, which I'm always a big fan of. This may have been one of the first times that I was like really fell in love with the concept. Uh, it's got gotcha forces uh, like a westernized spelling of gotcha you know the japanese mechanic of like you see in a lot of games just like a capsule machine where you're you're surprised by what you get inside uh and it's just got a bunch of little collectible toys that are playable humanoids and robots and tanks and airplanes that you control and fight in battles so and giant floating aircraft carriers for no reason at all well the because they're great <laughs> that's the reason <laughs> they're not fun to fight but that's for sure 
Well, they're fun to be. Uh, I I did unlock one near the end, but at that point I was I had given up the the good fight and I had infinite health, so nothing mattered anymore. But <laughs> you had infinite health. How did you manage that? <laughs> Cheat codes. Okay. I, All right. Okay. So <laughs> walk me walk me through your experience with this, and then I will share my experience. Like so, you guys, you hear Gotcha Force. Walk me through. How'd you? What are you playing it on? I'm assuming emulation, probably just because emulation. this is like. As much as we would like to be legit, it is not always cost effective. Especially, I would have felt awful had you guys spent <laughs> more than like hundreds of dollars to play this GameCube game. But I uh, got yeah, because like three hundred on eBay. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, like two hundred minimum. Yeah, I, I, I played emulation too. I mean, this is never going to get re-released, so I don't, you know, I don't feel bad. <laughs> uh, they actually re-released in Japan, and hold on, pull up my notes. Two thousand twelve, they re-released wow. it trying to drum up some kind of excitement because it seemed like they really wanted to make it a series and then it just didn't sell again so <laughs> nothing came of it okay. Mike, had you had you even heard of this game before i started talking about it yes i've seen the co- i remember seeing the cover at GameStop or eb games a long time ago and be like huh i should pick this up and then i never did <laughs> i knew it existed yeah. yeah i had a similar thing it's like i remember seeing this on the shelf and I'm like that's kind of cool and then about 2012, a certain video game editor wouldn't pitch this game, and I'm like, wow, that sounds awesome. I really want to play that. And then I got on eBay, and I think back then it was like $80, and that was more than I was willing to pay, and then it just keeps skyrocketing. So, uh, yeah, thanks, Jeff Cork, for an eight-year obsession with this game that I have <laughs> never played. So you finally played it. I want to yes. hear. I want to hear like the emotional roller coaster that you guys had because I don't know that this game starts off strongly. Oh God, no! <laughs> as you uh, as you put it in the Super Replay Showdown, it has a completely terrible anime storyline with abysmal voice acting, and uh, oh, I yeah. couldn't have said it better myself. Yeah, I would say it's abysmal in a way that is it's bad, like objectively bad, but it also sounds like the actors are marginally engaged with the words they're saying, like it seems like it wasn't even a first take it was like <laughs> shuffling through the script and going all right i see you got my guy yeah g red huh <laughs> okay i got it got it ready they're like that's perfect nailed it you're like what they sounded like actual children that probably didn't have any kind of voice acting especially nana the little blonde girl she just sounds completely disinterested in everything she says it's like oh yeah i don't think this is an actual voice actress no, I turned it off real fast when it came to the music and sound. I tried a little bit, but after hearing the same thing over and over again, I'm like, we're done. No more sound. Yeah, I played it for about an hour before Mike had started. I said, I challenge you to see how far you can get without turning off the sound. <laughs> it's bad. It's so bad. So, like, how like how far did you guys get in Gotcha Force? Mike I beat it because he I cheated. <laughs> yeah, I would have succeeded either way, but... I got. I actually didn't cheat until very near the end. They they throw like couple missions on at me that were just pissing me off. One with giant cannons that kill me in one hit, mm-hmm. and that that's what broke me. I probably could have turned it off and went back and kept playing the game more regularly. But I was at that point once once that happened. Once you break that seal, there's I'm done. I just <laughs> the cheat's not coming off anymore. <laughs> yeah, emotional roller coaster really sums it up because I played about an hour and I'm like, wow, I'm so glad I didn't spend a hundred plus dollars on this. <laughs> And then I started unlocking Borgs. I'm like, okay, this is kind of fun. It's 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 one of those turn off your brain and just blow everything up kind of games. Mm-hmm. And then I got to that same mission that Mike was just talking about the cannons. I'm like, okay, it's not fun anymore. And that's where I put it down. I'm like, I think I've experienced everything this game has to offer. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's such a weird 
such a weird time capsule of a game. And uh, I was paranoid at first. Like I, I was like, okay, I'm going to play it. Then I could not find my memory cards. And I know that like I had a save that I recall had like a whole bunch of progress on it. Like I'd played it a few times. So I was like, I got to find that. I'm not going to start completely fresh because the gimmick is it's got like it's designed to be beaten over and over again because you unlock more and more of the uh, the Borgs. And then also more of the like some of them you just get right, like common night or mm-hmm. vampire night or whatever. And then some <laughs> of them come in like multiple capsules that you have to collect several of them. And at which point they fuse together and, okay. you know, then you get them. So I was like, oh, I don't want to start from scratch because I think I have a bunch of them. Right. So I found the game, the, the memory card eventually. And it was shocking because I started it up like the save from what, 17, 18 years ago. And I was it, it worked. And then it tells you right at the beginning, oh, I beat this game eight times. <laughs> and I remember liking it a lot and like playing it a lot. But I was like, I don't like in all honesty, I think this might be the game that I've beaten more than any other game like i typically that's not a a way that i engage with games i'll typically play through them the first time that if i revisit them a few years later that'll be that but i hear people talking about like i've beaten resident evil 4 you know 50 times that just seems like madness yeah what's overkill yeah it's something about this game in particular and i don't know why especially after like i literally beat it again 10 minutes before we started recording and beat the (laughs) boss and it uh it's so strange too because this game was released originally before podcasts and it seems like the prototypical podcast game kind of speaking <laughs> to your, your earlier points both of you about the, the sound quality but it just seems like it turned your brain off like you said and then just kind of grind it out but at this period in time i was just listening to this i may have had like the radio on or something but i don't know what was wrong with, with <laughs> that version of me i don't feel like i know that person you had a lot more free time back then, apparently. Yeah, apparently. It, it's <laughs> baffling, too. And I don't know, like, as I was playing it, I'm like, I'm glad that I went back to it because it's such a strange game. I don't know that I like this game. I don't I, I don't think it's uh, good in a lot of ways, but it has a lot of elements that I just really like. And it seems like that was enough at that point in time to push me over the edge and to keep playing it obsessively. It also does a good job of keeper giving you that reward where almost... Mm-hmm. Especially later on in the game, like after every mission, you're getting new Borgs, whether they're useless or not. Yeah. You're still getting that little, you know, that new Borg pops in, you get excited. I mean, my my problem was that I, I got very much into one particular style. Like, it had to be something that yes. could shoot long range, mm-hmm. move fast, and do good melee damage if it got close. Like, I only used the, the guy you start with and the Reggie or whatever his name is. Yeah. And... A yellow robot that shoots giant missiles but can't move very fast. And that's all I use pretty much the entire game. <laughs> that's See, that's what's interesting about the game is that you have, like, hundreds of these little, like, two or three capture, right? And they all fall into different, like, camps. So there are, like, ninja types. There are the death borg types. There are the girl types. There's, like, cowboy types. There's vehicles. Like, there's uh, jet types and tank types. And, like, they just fall into these different archetypes and underneath those are like tons of different individual ones right so like you could conceivably play support if you wanted to though i've never played this with another person it has multiplayer split screen but no one would ever play with me (laughs) uh and i don't yeah again i don't blame anyone for this all i had to do is just is to see it being played and be like "Eh, good let's let's not play this i 
I liked it up until it just got to a point where it wouldn't end for me. Mm-hmm. But that's yeah. kind of just being games. I need a game to end. I'm like, I, I like shorter games and because yes. I do this podcast. Uh, but I was just like, I was getting, I had a lot of fun for a good chunk of the game, even mm-hmm. with my couple characters. It's like you said, it's a game you just turn off your brain. I throw a podcast on. I would just play like there was, I think last week, Saturday, I played the game for like five hours straight where my head hurt and my, I was just like, okay, I need to stop. <laughs> like, but I was mostly enjoying myself. Partly I just yeah. wanted to beat it. But I was having fun. It doesn't yeah. help that there's no way to gauge how far you're in because it's just the one static map, and every time you go back to it, there are more missions. And it's yes. like some of them are important to progress the story, and some are just there to raise your your GF total so you can carry more or better Borgs. Mm-hmm. They so. do not do a good job of surfacing the like mission priority. So like you could get stuck in that trap of thinking you have to do every mission that pops up on this map. And the game will never end, right? <laughs> because oh, you, can, you eventually figure out, like, if it just says defeat the Death Borgs, chances are you can skip that. You want to find ones that are like, <laughs> you know, Mr. Reverse Bolt. I think that's a weird one. Or like, <laughs> defeat the cold Borgs or whatever. And you do those, you do enough of those named type missions, and then it will show you, uh, like, a one with, like, a red exclamation point. Or there might be, like, an icon of one of the different kids next to it, at which point, you know, that'll kind of move the story incrementally, we'll say. And we'll say story that's we're giving them a lot of uh, credit for. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I stopped listening like because I and there was no there's no if I remember right, there's no subtitles. I couldn't even like really know what was going on. I mean, there's subtitles sometimes, but not all the time. So I'm like, yeah, eh, who cares? I, I don't care anymore. Oh, yeah, kids find the toys and the toys come to life. And then the emperor comes and wants to take over Earth in the last so. uh, what 10 percent of the game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it kind of pops out of nowhere. Uh, oh, it's. Very Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah, it, it's it's a super interesting game. I think like it has so many problems though. Like one of the things that drives me crazy about it is just the the way that combat works, which is <laughs> a, somewhat of a fundamental issue. Yeah, it's, it's kind really of the core big of the on game. Locking onto your enemies, and once you're locked on, your character is just like single-minded focus on that one enemy. <laughs> so like pulling back a little bit. It's a third-person action game. You could probably say like the closest like relative might uh, i would say like it has something in common with a power stone not in any interesting or fun way but just like the the design of the characters i would say and like the arenas are larger they're not as interactive you're not swinging a light poles or anything fun like that but they're just kind of like these smallish but largest arenas that have some obstacles like one of them is in a skate park and so there's like a skate ramp and there's some like props from what you might say like i think that one of me has, has like a traffic cone or something but so then you're running around and you're fighting typically two or three enemy types at a time and as you defeat them they cycle out another one until the battle's over like your enemy's forces are depleted but while you're targeting an enemy and you can only target enemies like you're always targeting somebody that's the camera is just focused on that. You don't have any kind of free look or anything like that. And you're constantly getting attacked from off screen. Uh, you're constantly getting stun locked by some bullshit attack that you oh. could not think. <laughs> and like, I think that that's a mechanic that fortunately is game designers have gotten better and systems have gotten more sophisticated. Getting stun locked is one of my least favorite things in a game. And this is constantly you're like tumbling through the air, getting your attack interrupted. It's incredibly frustrating. Oh, 100%. Hey, but at least there's no escort missions, right, Mike? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) We just got done playing Robotech Battlecry where all you do is escort stuff. And oh, 
I had like, way more fun with this game than I did with that one. <laughs> but it did remind me of Battletech, like when he was talking about the targeting system, because you lock onto one thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Around the same era. Yeah. And that's the thing is, like, I know that all the individual parts are like, fairly crummy and it has so many problems. But at the same time, I kind of like it, too. And it's I don't know if you guys have something similar, but I there's this phenomenon that will pop up occasionally. I'm trying to think of like a couple of I think Crackdown, the first Crackdown had it. And also the first State of Decay where it's like, I really enjoy this experience, but it feels like a stepping stone to something that is way better. Uh, and both of those examples, Crackdown and State of Decay, uh wasn't wasn't right but i just like sometimes i get the feeling like oh my god the sequel to this is going to be one of my favorite games because i can <laughs> see like the potential in a concept but it just seems like for whatever reason the execution was off and um i had really strong vibes with that with gotcha force and it's a shame that nothing's going to happen because i think like if through the passage of time and experience there's like a kernel of something really fun and cool but it just isn't here in its like final form if that makes sense Oh, yeah, totally. It doesn't help that the game doesn't explain anything to you. Like, (laughs) it's just like, go here and kill everything. And that's as much explanation as you get. Like, it doesn't tell you how to unlock the Borgs. It's just you get a chance of getting whatever you kill. And it has to all of this I'm pulling from this one pinned topic and game FAQ, so that's obviously the most useful resource on the internet. Mm-hmm. There aren't many. Like, I looked up <laughs> stuff, so, too. Yeah. There is not much for this game. Like, there is very little guide. There is very little information out there if you're trying yeah. to find stuff like that. Yeah, it's, 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 there's a lot of content here, like, if you're going to collect everything, but it's just, the game doesn't tell you how to go about that. I remember reading that. on a message board, like, when the game was still being discussed in the present tense, uh, <laughs> and it, it drove me insane is that there was a type of uh of, of, of character you could only get by trading and it was only released in japan is like a promotional deal and it just it broke my heart because i knew that like through all my efforts i would never completely fill out the roster i feel like i got pretty close and something they do too that's really diabolical is uh <laughs> they have like variants for the mm-hmm. different <laughs> characters that you pick up so you might get a gold one or a, like a translucent blue one or whatever so there's like if you if you're easily susceptible to collecting things it you can it's a rabbit hole you can easily fall down according to this topic there are six different kinds of colors there's normal alternate clear slash crystal silver gold and black slash shadow Wow, <laughs> I don't yeah, I think, think I, I got stuff like that when I was playing. Yeah, the I, last playthrough when I beat it, I unlocked, and I have not seen him in action, but I got a Shadow Neo Red. Oh wow! Because so, oh. it just like f- pulled out, like it showed his little silhouette, and it looked like a who's that Pokemon without the question mark <laughs> from? So I was like, what is that? And I was like, oh wow, that's like the the black variant. So that's exciting. Oh, that's cool. I got a couple of alternate colors, but it's just like this character is blue instead of red. And that, mm-hmm. that was, that was all I got for alternate yeah. variants. Yep. Yep. And like each character, you can level them up to like, I think 10 is the cap and they'll get more health and maybe put out a little more damage, but it's a fairly superficial leveling system, but it's nice. They thought of it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's another thing that it just doesn't tell you. It's just competing <laughs> in battle gives it, gives them like two experience. I think this topic says, and then losing the battle gives them one. And it's just like, okay. And that to- amounts to what? Yeah, exactly. <sighs> I found that a lot of times this this playthrough, I just I reached a point where I'm like, I am so tired of tumbling through the air. Uh, <laughs> so I just I had the like there's a giant ship that 
like Tama uses. It's, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. The Sirius ship. So I just used that one. And that ship is hilarious because you can't move with it, right? <laughs> you could just swivel left and right. It just kind of plants you in the sky above the stage. And the, your, your left and right isn't even consistent depending on what enemy you have targeted. So sometimes you'll be like swinging over to face them and then you'll start reversing for no reason. It ultimately doesn't matter because you're just shooting homing missiles or lasers or whatever they are. So I would, I beat like a bunch of levels, honestly, just pushing on X and not <laughs> looking at the screen because you had your health pool like is like, you have like 2,800 health with it. It's kind of absurd. I'm trying to think of, to put that in context. Some of the other ones have like 500 or so. So you're just this giant floating fortress, just blasting everything. It is not the most engaging way to play it, but it seemed like it was sufficiently powerful most of the time. Should have tried that. I also like, I love dragons and I got all the dragons, but at that mm-hmm. point I'd already given up yeah. with the game. So I didn't, I'm like, I don't, I got G red. I don't need anything else, but I, I didn't <laughs> want to try them. They look cool. Yeah, the That's dragons where, are super cool, yeah. That's where I stalled out, because it, it kind of just stopped giving me new ones. It was giving me ones that I already had that were less good than what I was fighting, so I was just going into battle and getting my ass kicked, and it's like, well, this just this isn't fun anymore. It's right after that part, after you beat the cannons, and you start, the game changes a little bit, and that's when I started getting just everything that I that I didn't have. The game just starts throwing new boards at you constantly. That mm-hmm. figures. Because yeah. you do levels, like, you'll do a whole level where all you fight is, like, 30 or 40 dragons, it felt like. It might have not been that many, but it's a lot of dragons or a lot of, like, each type of Borg. Mm-hmm. And Borgs are what the the little enemies that you're fighting are in this game for some reason. Yeah. Gotcha. I don't know why. Borgs. Yeah, they're kind of like a weird, like, black, knobby-looking guys with eyes. Like, giant eyeballs painted on their chests. They're kind of a weird enemy type. I don't know. Oh, did anybody get turned into a roach? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's, like, a I was not nurse types, I think, does that, right? I was very upset. Yeah. <laughs> it couldn't do anything. All you do is run and you can drop a little a poop bomb and then run. Yeah. And that was it. Yep. Like, this is <laughs> miserable. Yeah, that's what's funny about it, too, is, like, there are so many different characters and you can unlock all of them, except for, like, the final boss. I don't think that's, like, a playable character. But that includes just the useless garbage ones, like a roach, which those <laughs> ones, you laugh at them, but then you realize, like, oh, like, there's this one mission where uh, there's these giant bombs just tons and tons over and over and over again and they're almost like a one-shot kill for Uh virtually everyone so what you do is you just stack the cheapest trash units you could find and then just (laughs) run away or just stand there in place and they'll self-destruct taking out your guy but also themselves so you can kind of make it a war of attrition that you can win because beating those guys legitimately very frustrating i tried and then the guy that's when i look up a guy and the guy's like yeah don't do that (laughs) (laughs) because <laughs> I, I was like trying to avoid them even when i had the infinite health code in those bombs can still kill you it takes about four or five of them but they will still kill you even when you have 9999 health that doesn't go down oh interesting nice. i so didn't know that but robotech all over again you can leave and lose with cheats <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i didn't have any other problem with cheats it was just again it's one of those things where like, i probably could have done it without it but i just got fed up because the game wouldn't end Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I was having fun. Like it wasn't. I have played much worse games with this show. This is just a game that if you cut off about like an, an hour or two hours worth, I would have been much happier. Yeah, for sure. Like, that range. And plus, I don't like games where I have to like choose my team. I want it to be where it's like a static team because mm. I feel like I can then I'll choose things that either make the game harder or just I don't like I don't want that choice. I guess for some reason I don't mind an RPG. Like oh, I pick from these characters. I'm fine <laughs> with that. Yeah, but in this type of game, I bugged me because I I grab I like the samurai looking characters but I didn't like that play style at all didn't mm-hmm. work for me 
yeah. you don't want the responsibility of picking the right party for the, the missions. Yeah. Especially when you have 200 different things to pick from and you can make your party like all different combinations of up to like eight people. It adds a little bit. And I don't think you can switch out unless they die either, right? Right. Correct. Right. Okay. Yeah. That makes it even harder too because then you got to kind of plan like, okay, I'm going to kill this guy off to use this guy for these and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's too much. Mm-hmm. They do have a little bit of depth too, with like as you progress the the story, uh, you <laughs> you get different kids join you, and they all have like their like general type of loadout. Like that Tama guy, he's got airships, mana. She's got like nurse types that will heal you and provide support. There's like a kid who has tanks. There's another kind of recurring stinker who ultimately has like weird like demonic samurai. I liked him a lot. So, yeah, yeah. She didn't like fighting him, but he was my go-to guy once I got him my, as my ally because it, yeah. it worked with my setup. Yeah, and it's cool because you can choose, like, before each mission, like, which ones you want to accompany you for a lot of the missions. Some of them you're kind of locked in if it's more of, like, a, a narrative-driven section. Uh, <laughs> but I typically would use, um, like, Mana, and it's it's very frustrating because she is ostensibly a healer or support type. But you can't command her to heal you. She just kind of does it on her own. But if you jam on the Z button, it targets her. And sometimes it's like kicking her in the side and she'll <laughs> come over and heal you. But when she does that, the healing animation, like you you spin around because uh, you're so ecstatic at being healed, which will also interrupt attacks. <laughs> and then sometimes she'll just like hyper focus on you where you're almost like topped off and you're like, all right, I'm just going to focus on this. Okay. Thanks for the heal. Cool. <laughs> all right. I'm going to do my charge attack. It's getting ready. It's taking a second for the meter to fill up up oh, and I'm being healed. And there goes that again. <laughs> so, it's, it's baffling. I never used her. I stayed yeah. away from her where I could. Cause I just, even when I wasn't cheating, I just didn't like healing. I liked the guy with the sword. Cause usually Battle of Nutrition, you can beat this. You can beat most levels just by continuously attacking mm. and running a lot. Yeah, I would say like that last battle was so incredibly frustrating too, because I think it just highlights every issue with the camera and targeting and enemy prioritization and combat overall. Where you you have this giant airship that has four cannons at the bottom of it right it's kind of shaped like a plus sign on each point there's like a a cannon mounted underside you defeat those and then it'll start like in the center of the of the plus sign if you stand underneath it'll warp you to the top and that's where kind of like the emperor's brain is but it's also got like four exactly galactic emperor oh my god you can unlock it yep he's unlockable in the game somehow (laughs) no yeah i didn't unlock him yet so there goes i guess i'll i'll beat it again But uh, yeah, then he's got like four turrets that shoot beams on the four like points of the plus sign and they will knock you back. So then if you fall down, you have to like move your way to the middle again. And the camera at that point is just like you're staring straight up as you're trying to it. It's the worst. It is awful. I highly recommend. I think like I watched a YouTube video before just because i was like i don't know if i'm gonna have time to beat this thing and the person who's beat him knows what they're doing but you see if you could find like a mediocre player trying to do it because <laughs> the person who knows what they're doing they're avoiding all the problems but the experience and frustration only comes from playing it like someone who isn't like a speedrunner. <laughs> it yeah it's it's terrible oh yeah because i i beat the bottom part and i'm like what do i do my allies went teleported up but my guy was still on the ground running around getting getting attacked i mean he couldn't die at that point yeah. and i had to watch a youtube video to figure out oh you go in the center then you teleport up because i was trying to fly up there and i couldn't get up there and i'm like what the hell's going on here yeah 
yeah, that's like another thing. Like some some characters can hover, some can hover higher, some just jump, some do other things. Like it's there's a lot of like potentially interesting stuff with the different character types and archetypes, but it just feels like so much of that potential is squandered. But I don't think it's squandered because the people didn't know what they're doing. I think you could expand that to be like in general games didn't they weren't as good <laughs> like mm-hmm. oh yeah yeah and just the camera like cameras were a problem in 3d games up until like the last decade or so like mm-hmm. even when i started working at gi people were still when you get a game demo would brag about we figured out how to make the camera work and you're like, <laughs> okay cool <laughs> i really hated this boss though just because it, and also like the force shield the force field on his brain keeps regenerating after a short amount of time mm-hmm. and you can't really like get and the and the turrets on top of him keep regenerating too so like my yes. brain like oh destroy the turrets and shoot the brain no the turret just regenerates within like 10 seconds yep so, and then they knock was... you off and uh uh-huh. very difficult to avoid their shots and you've got ai companions that are all kind of battling at the same time but so sometimes those turrets are distracted with those guys but most of the time they're like they really like you and they just want to kill you <laughs> which is frustrating because I mean, you're like eh, mana's over there kill get her she's she's not healing me so you may as well <laughs> Uh, and like even the other th- the other weird thing about this game too is that like your allies, at least you don't have to protect them. They can die in any mission, and it doesn't <laughs> matter. They just stop helping you. Yep, exactly. Which is nice. After Robotech, it was very nice to have people like, oh, I don't need to protect you. You can just die. <sighs> yes. <laughs> I'm not even sure how much they do since you you don't really see what they're doing. They could be running in a corner for all you know. Um, the samurai guy does a decent amount, I can say, because I use them all the time. He's very good at distracting them and getting in the way and taking friendly fire, too. He's oh, very good yeah. at taking friendly fire. Absolutely. I mainly used Asagi because she uses all the, the girl borgs that I think all of them shoot, so she was just giving me cover fire while I ran from enemy to enemy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh. the girl borgs are really solid overall. Like That's probably one of the best archetypes in the game. Is just they have nice range. They attack quickly, so like you're able to target enemies and hit them. Like the most any kind of movement will typically, if you got like a missile firing guy, they'll just avoid them. And then their secondary uh, fire is generally pretty strong too. I mainly use the Valkyrie, so they had flight and they could do the strong melee if they got close. And then mm-hmm. they had good ranged, so they were pretty solid all around. Yeah, I think like G Red, he's kind of like he looks like a just a generic. Uh, Optimus Prime style robot guy. <laughs> he uh, he's kind of supposed to be like the Ryu of the game, I think. And just kind of like he's got some up close melee attacks with his you know beam sword, and then he can do some uh, some stuff with his like, he fires cannons or whatever. But he also you get close to enemies, and there's like this weird middle distance where you want to shoot, but it thinks you're close enough to want to use melee, so you'll just like <laughs> yep. whiff at nothing, and it is really something else. It's it, he just loses his mind when someone gets within range, and a lot of the enemies want to close that distance with you, whatever possible. So. You're like, okay, I just get away from me. And you can't <laughs> disengage from targeting an enemy, right? So you've got this weird thing where you're like just constantly like walking backwards. You can't just like break that targeting in this run to see where you're running towards. So you may be running into like a Gatlin tank or something. So that's fun. My big problem with G Red was uh, his X attack where he kind of like does a psycho crusher move towards him. But mm-hmm. unless you manually, despite being locked on, unless you manually turn. To face the enemy, he's just flying into a wall or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, one of the... Very good. There's, like, a vampire knight who has, like, a kind of a cool gimmick where he's constantly losing health, but he gets it back when he does melee attacks. 
which has the potential of being really powerful, right? So, like, the problem (laughs) is when you use his, like, spinning blade thing, I could not determine if it was just random or whatever. Like, most of the time when I was like, I want to get up there and just get in his face with the blades, he would, like, been like toward the camera away from the enemy or like just, <laughs> even though I had like like the guy targeted and I was moving toward him it just incredibly frustrating oh. I also I loved it when because at first G red doesn't have that sword he just has mm-hmm. like punches and all I could think of was Xenogears again this is kind of a, a, re- a very particular reference where Saiten gets a sword midway through the game that's what came through my head I love mm. Xenogears yeah well, that's, I know it's a very <laughs> that's what I thought. I'm like, yes, he's got a sword. Like I, yeah. I got very happy when that happened. I don't know if he changed that much, but I got happy. So you, you, you had linked a picture of the the Galactic Emperor. Did it? Did you see any like way of unlocking it? I'm assuming I, it's just beating the game over and over and over again. And I think it's through a glitch. Through what I'm looking at. Oh, okay. There's something called twentieth fourth glitch where you can type in numbers to get characters or something. Hmm. Oh, yeah, the game FAQ topic says there's no way to... Oh, no, wrong one. Galactic Emperor, the game's final boss, is also believed to be unattainable through normal gameplay. He, too, can be obtained with a 20th force glitch. Hmm. So. Okay, so I don't feel too badly that I never yeah. saw I was like, if you have to beat this game like more than eight or nine times to get it, it's <laughs> unnecessarily I, cruel. I think it's nine times to get everything, because I was looking up stuff, like, I was looking up cheats to see if this game had cheats in there before I had to mess with the emulator, mm-hmm. and it, it said something, I'll beat the game nine times, I'm like, no thank you. Yeah. But, <laughs> that was all I got. Uh, third Birthday has some weird stuff like that, where every time you beat the game, it gives you something. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. look forward to that, Mike. I'm, I'm counting on you to get everything. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'll beat it once, as far as we're going. Uh, yeah. I, I usually don't beat games more than once, and not in a small amount of time, at least. Oh, beating the game ten times gives you uh, infinite ammo. Really? <laughs> ten times. And gotcha uh, third first? birthday. No. Oh, yeah, on third, third birthday, birthday, I was like, oh, God. Oh, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's another thing. Like, the ammo in this game, like, it's infinite, but it has a, everything has a recharge meter in Gotcha Force. It would have been nice. Uh, there's a cheat code that, that I had that gave me infinite ammo, which I almost did, but I'm like, no, nah, that's too much cheating. Yeah. I. But it would have been like. That's what I like about the uh, the super tag team move you can do with your partner. Mm-hmm. It makes you do more damage and it makes all your stuff recharge faster. So the, exactly. the Ring Valkyrie that I used. Her shot only has one ammo, but it shoots out 10 bullets every time you push it. So when I had that thing active, it regenerated instantly. So I could just hammer on that thing and make a bullet hell for the enemies. Mm-hmm. It was pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, like, likewise, the uh, that serious battle station for Air Fortress thing, the only time that it's really efficient to use its like charged X attack is when you have that hyper mode activated. What that one does is just basically it has 20 shots you shoot independently, but then it'll shoot all of them simultaneously in some kind of like disco ball nightmare, which is satisfying. But boy, <laughs> when you don't have any shots, it's you're just sitting there waiting to get attacked. And it's really fun when you're out of ammo and you jam on the button and the character keeps going. It's like, yep. <laughs> Me too, buddy. Yep. <laughs> I feel you. Exactly. <laughs> oh, I also I like the map. I like the fact that you have this little world map of like your town mm-hmm. that you keep going different areas. And I mean, it's the same environments over and over and over again. But it, that didn't bother me. Like You could hide around stuff, even though it never really worked super well when I did. It usually just ended up in them blowing it up or me blowing it up trying to hit them. But it was still cool that it was there. Yeah, I would say like uh main character's room is a very strange abstraction of what a room is like it's, it's like all the the levels too are like hovering in, yeah, in the, the void, void of space <laughs> so 
it's just very strange to see like, ah, here's a bed and a shelf and a desk and just existential nightmare just outside <laughs> of the boundaries of that. But you can't get knocked off, fortunately, which, you know, that's a tremendous blessing, yeah, I suppose. Oh, God. That'd make the game a lot worse. Some mm-hmm. Soul Calibur ring out business. <laughs> exactly. In some ways, I guess it would have made it a lot easier to just knocking everybody outside. But... <laughs> they knock you out probably just fine, too, the way this game or was. Sh- or just You're being locked onto an enemy and running off the side of the cliff. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Apparently, I think this game might have been on the WiiWare shop. Really? Because yeah. when I'm looking at like the speedrun, I'm on speedruns.com right now, and it, it shows a Wii release for it. So I'm assuming, unless they're talking about just playing on the Wii, I don't know. But well, interesting. What what is a like the fastest speedrun for this game? <laughs> Two hours and twenty eight seconds. Really? That's with impressive. no glitches. Or no, that's with glitches. Sorry. New game glitch list is three hours and eighteen minutes. Okay, so my I, I think I did it just under 12 hours this run, so I've got some work to do. <laughs> I mean, there's not very many speedruns on here. Uh, uh, I'll have to poke around and look at that just to see what a speedrun for this looks like, What, especially like a glitchless one, because I'm clearly doing something very, very wrong. I mean, there's got to be so much luck involved, though, like to try to get the particular gotchas that you need in order to make right. it happen. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't even imagine. Yeah. It's like I, playing Genshin Impact and hoping for someone you actually want and not just a level five sword or whatever the crap <laughs> kids are playing these days. Yeah. I mean, I don't like gotcha mechanics in games in general. They're not yeah. my thing. This game, I I enjoyed it for a while until I just stopped. Like, I would get things but I never cared about anything I got. Nothing was really doing it for me. Like, I just, I got set with my team. And I would try other characters. And I'm like, oh, I <laughs> fought this guy. He kicked my ass. Let's try him. And I would just not, not like the way he felt. And I just couldn't. I couldn't. It had to be a very particular way, or did not. I could not play. Yeah, yeah. There was. I remember at the time this came out, there was still a very real novelty of like. Uh, I was never like a big Pokemon person, but I understand the appeal of like having a roster of characters and kind of figuring out what works for you. But what I thought was great about Gotcha Force was that it it wasn't just like you were controlling these characters and they were fully rendered, and it just seemed like I have this guy in a way that it just never felt with like the Pokemon games, you know what I mean? It seems like uh-huh. there was just like, I have a different portrait and some different items in the menu that they can use to attack, but it didn't feel as tangible as having a character you control directly. So that could just be me being dumb, but that's something <laughs> that does strike me in a really like primarily pleasurable way. Oh yeah, for sure. It's, it's, it's a shame too, because like, I think this game is it's, I would say it's more interesting than it is good. <laughs> like, like I think that's pretty safe to say. But I think that that was an era, too, where Capcom just had a lot of really weird, interesting, experimental games. And I know that Capcom has shown a, uh, a willingness to go back to its retro, retro well fairly regularly. But it's typically like the final fights and Street Fighters of, of its roster. And I really wish they would have like a more of a compilation of just weird, deep cuts <laughs> of like, here's Gotcha Force and like. Trojan, that old arcade game, and like <laughs> Quiz and Dragons, that really awesome old arcade mm-hmm. game. Just some of the like weirder outliers because there's a lot of cool history to explore that's just become prohibitively expensive or you just can't get it through any legal means. Like a lot of the, yeah. the older arcade stuff that it's kind of you're at their mercy whether or not they want to acknowledge their history. Yeah, that's what was so cool about the Capcom beat 'em up collection is just those games that you wouldn't be able to play any anyway. So they need like the the Capcom weird ass collection for mm-hmm. stuff like this. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I would I would love that. Like PN number three also was a GameCube exclusive. Uh, it was the game. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Was this part of their that that initiative uh, that they had was God? Uh, no, this wasn't. Like yeah. the GameCube Five or whatever. Yeah, that's Beautiful Joe, Resident Evil Four, uh, Killer Phoenix. Seven, PN, which never came out, and PN Three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's it just I, mean, I was looking Oof. I was looking through a list of their games from that era, or and that's I saw that in there too. <laughs> I agree though. I mean, this should be re-released because it it was fun. I actually had a good time playing this game until I just had enough of it. But like, I sat down and played the game for like four hours straight, and even though it was partly painful, I was having a good time. I was enjoying myself. I was just because it's just mindless destroy, destroy, destroy. You level up and never realize it because the game doesn't even tell you level <laughs> up. Nothing changed. Like I just and I was just having fun. Like I was really mm-hmm. having fun until I got near later on when I started getting like the canon part where I just started feeling like the game has like a really jump in difficulty. Like one yeah. thing cool, there's also where every level's kind of the same. There's one part with like in the story of the game, you actually go giant for one level, which all made me think of Power Rangers. Yeah. Which, yeah, absolutely. Huh. That was cool. Like I, it shouldn't. Like, everything's exactly the same except now the now there's giant buildings instead of mm-hmm. you know giant co- cones. Like it was, but it was still. <laughs> it got me happy. It got me excited. You fight a giant dragon. They even talk about how other people are now seeing the the boards when before none of the adults can see them. Yeah, or not paying attention or something like that. Yeah, we can't see the adults either. Very strange. <laughs> <laughs> I like how just kids like, oh, I got this, like the evil kids you fight are just kids who got the, the, the evil boards. And then they're like, oh, they told me what to do is so I'm going to help them out instead. Like, mm-hmm. I thought that was cool. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this, like, kids. I think that the, the skeleton is here. Like, I think it's got good bones, as they say. <laughs> so I think that like, they could, if they wanted to, just do like a remaster or a remix and just fix some of those like fundamental flaws. And like with targeting and maybe a little more like onboarding for new players being like, Hey, here's how this game is played. Yeah. Here's what you should do this mission. You don't have to waste your time if you don't want to like do that. And I think that's, that's all it needs. It's not like it's uh, like, Oh wow. The cars don't have any AI. Like some contemporary <laughs> games have those <laughs> fundamental issues. What if they do like, it's refreshing to play a game that didn't crash one time. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Say I feel like a will. very particular reference there. <laughs> oh, man. It's it's an achievement when you play Cyberpunk for a few hours and it only crashes twice. <laughs> I'm sure I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I, I mean, this game didn't crash at all. Like, I didn't run into any glitches at all where anything stopped me from playing. Yeah. That, was, that was nice. Yeah, it made me nervous every time I saved. And I saved often because I was like, I don't want to redo this battle. <laughs> um, but I was like, I don't know how volatile the memory cards storage is at this point because this is now like a piece of 20 year old tech like am i rolling the dice every time i save uh, of just being like (laughs) nope this this just doesn't work anymore so i still did it but it was a little kind of nerve-wracking to be playing it on original hardware Mm -hmm. i mean i I wouldn't dare like if i even because i like my save states too much Mm -hmm. i think it wouldn't have really made it didn't really make a difference in this game like i tried it a couple times and messed with it but it's just the way the game was i mean you can dodge sort of like you can yeah like juke left, juke to the right type of thing with dashing, but it's not super reliable. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would just kind of like hit buttons and see what happens a lot of times. It felt like, but still, I mean, just I mean, that's just because the mech I used. The mech I used had no the giant claw robot. He's slow as hell, but he can be mm-hmm. far away and just launch missiles endlessly, and he'll eventually kill the target. Yeah, that's yeah. the only reason I used him. <laughs> but he couldn't move. Like if they got close to me, he was in a lot of trouble <laughs> real fast. <laughs> I would. That's why I used the samurai guy because he would get in close personal and he would cut them up and he would fight them. He even had one robot that would like grab him and grab him and chainsaw him. And I would sit there and just constantly shoot missiles. 
Mm-hmm. So it wasn't. But I think it's cool how we probably all three of us played this game so differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was looking most of the time at, at enemies that were like four or five pixels tall because I was just on my command ship <laughs> oh. shooting them, waiting for them to recover from their tumbling <laughs> animation, shooting them again and r- trying to figure out, is this like I can't tell the target. Is it in cover? Is it behind <laughs> that sandbox or is it around? I'll shoot at it anyway and see what happens. So it was a lot of that. I should have. I should have tried that. I really wanted to try the dragons, too, but I just. Oh, and also, most enemies don't have iframes, but some do. Mm-hmm. Like, the dragons are notorious where you hit them, and then they have iframes before you can hit them again. That was annoying. Oh, yeah, yeah. Especially because I was just... usually up close and personal when that happened. Yeah, and meanwhile, you're the equivalent of just a big, fleshy, exposed belly all <laughs> yeah, the right. time. Just asking to be interrupted. It's, yeah, it's something else. Yeah, there's there's not a lot of... Like iframes for you. I mean, because I, I I know I got pummeled before, pummeled into my tumble to death before a couple times by certain like one attack. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. There yeah. were a couple. That's, That's about where things. I stopped too. It's like I would get uh, just stun lock, like Jeff was saying earlier, and it's just I'd be dead, and then the next one come out, and then they do it to that one. I'm like, okay, this is where we're at. Yeah, if you see a pink beam on the screen at any time, you know that you're probably screwed. <laughs> just, just get over it. Like, just run for your life. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. There was there was a lot of that. I, I did a lot of running and a lot of shooting. I mean, I would get close, but it never usually was a good idea. But I still like to do it sometimes. Oh, yeah. I, I tried to play almost, I'd say probably 70% on close and 30% from distance. Just kind of shooting as I get near things and then doing melee afterwards. <laughs> I didn't like how he when he's meleeing, sometimes he'll just, like we were talking about earlier, he'll just hit nothing and just, it just whiff. Yeah, oh, and I'm yeah. just like. He's confused and he won't shoot. I'm like, shoot. And he keeps trying to hit him. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did any of you guys check out the multiplayer? Cause I'm looking at the box now and it says that it supports up to four player split screen, which, huh? huh. That sounds like a seizure. <laughs> I can't like it runs fairly well in single player. I don't remember mm-hmm. any frame dips or anything. I can't imagine it runs well oh. at all with four people going. I mean, oh, no. Up, that would be fun, but I'm assuming it's just multiplayer, like, fighting. Yeah. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Which is so fun. I would have 100% in loved this game in 2003 if I could have played with someone, like, two people playing this game. It would have been amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, for sure. Then you could you could have had, like, viability for the some of the support classes. Because, like, what is the fun in topping off the health of an AI? That doesn't sound interesting <laughs> at all. Just an AI that's not that great. Yeah. Especially when healing makes them spin around in the air and prevents them from attacking. It's like, what are we doing here, guys? I can just play the asshole, wait for them to go in for an attack, and then heal and be like, ah, how do you like it? Oh, God, that's a really good way to, like, concern troll somebody. <laughs> and almost like almost all the bosses in this game are the same thing. They're just countless dragons and dragons and dragons. Yeah, they sure like their dragons. Yeah. That's what I like the the Syria ship. I usually should give it a shot because I know you're going to go back to it. Uh, but oh, most of those guys, your uh, X attack when it connects just sends them tumbling as well. Like it'll even knock out some of the bigger guys like that. So then you could just kind of target. Even if you have a couple of dragons, you can just cycle between them. Like knock one into this into the air and then cycle to the other guy, do an attack, and it just rinse and repeat. It's not engaging, but it's effective. The effective sometimes all you need in, in this game. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like when I played with even, you know, when I had infinite health, I mean, I couldn't die. And I, I was still having fun in the game, even though there was no challenge. I liked it better. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, ultimately, like the character designs are really pushing a, a lot of the a lot of the game through because I, I really 
do like the the characters. They're and it's not, still- the, not the little little kids. They're generally pretty <laughs> awful. But it holds up well. Like the graphics look good still. Like I mean, we play a lot of old games, and some from this era don't look good. But this one, I thought, looked just fine. Like yeah. there was no issue with it at all. Yeah, absolutely. It helps that they're meant to be toys, so they're supposed to be big and blocky. So you don't really mm-hmm. pay as much mind. To, I mean, yeah, they like, look cool. I liked all the different Borgs that you got to that you got to use. They just weren't effective enough for me. Some are terrible, like the ninjas, like the very basic stuff. But everything looked really cool. I mean, I it, I liked fighting things until they started killing me very quickly. <laughs> so <laughs> that was my own problem. But it yeah. really felt like they wanted a Saturday morning cartoon and a toy line based on this. Like it is so ripe for it. Yeah, I wonder, like, this current reality, if that's what would have happened, like, if they would have just released a ton of toys and and all that business. I don't know that uh, they made a, the idea of a show sound appealing just the way that the story, <laughs> the story. presented in the game. Like, oof. We're going to get these same voice actors back. It's going to yeah. be great. <laughs> the original cast, we've gotten them back. <laughs> no thanks. Well, they didn't have very many. I don't think they had that many lines. Did they? Did they actually talk? I I muted the did, sound very quickly. The, uh, it's usually like going into battle and then the post battle comments. Okay. Like mana being like, I'm not talking to you anymore. Yep. Okay. Thanks, man. Yeah. If you want to get a good sample too, if you're listening to this, like just watch the introduction. It's got a like a cutscene that's narrated that sets up the story, and it is this kid <laughs> who sounds completely bored, like he's just waiting for a ride. <laughs> Uh, I just pulled him off the street after so- after soccer practice. He's like, hey, you want to read some lines? Well, I, I like <laughs> yes. the He's like running away from school or something. Yeah. Something's <laughs> going on. Toys? I don't know. I found a robot. I'm not going to school. Are you kidding me? Uh, I I like that concept. Like, I don't know. I, again, we have played a lot of worse games on the show, and this game brought me a lot of smiles until the last couple hours. Mm-hmm. Then I stopped smiling. But before then, I did a lot of smiles. Yeah, yeah. I think, too, like, I would imagine that I wasn't playing it in big marathon sessions like I did with this one, too, like this particular playthrough. So that one, I think it really exposes a lot of the weaknesses and the monotony when it's not just like a ah, play a few matches and then get on with my day, like to sit mm-hmm. through for to do it a, like a couple hours at a time does not do this game any favors. Nah, I wouldn't recommend a four hour. So. <laughs> <laughs> Trending, anything else that we should say about this that we haven't covered? Hmm. Are there any, uh, any gotcha borgs you want to shine a spotlight on? Boy, I already did the serious one. There's also those UFO types that uh, the they have like a big beam that they shoot right on its underside, which takes forever to charge. But if you get like the hyper mode activated, it does it like in a reasonable Ooh. clip. But that one is very satisfying. You just get right on top of an enemy that's been causing you trouble, like a sapphire <laughs> knight or something, and do that, and their health just melts. Oh, like, that's awesome. Get, like, dozens of hits instantly, and yeah, it's very satisfying, but like it moves so slowly that most of the time the enemies have just drifted off and <laughs> moved over to something else that's more interesting than you. But well, well, take, take a wide step to the side and just you whiff completely. Yeah, yeah I mean, there's a lot of that going on slow yeah, for sure. in this game. Like the average enemy is fast. Mm-hmm. Did uh, anyone use Copy Man? Copy no. Man. I don't feel like I used Copy Man. He uh he has one attack where he just charges up, and then if you hit an enemy Borg, he transforms into it. So he's basically Ditto from Pokemon. Mm. I fought cool. him. <laughs> I hated him because I didn't like fighting other G Reds. It was not fun. But oh, I imagine not. <sighs> they, yeah, they kicks ass. Kind of fun. Yeah, this playthrough was really bad because I was so disengaged from that. Like, if I saw Copy Man, like, again, he was five or six p- pixels high, and I just knocked <laughs> him 
around and he died. <laughs> so I didn't have to worry about him copying me. I, at no point did I f- fight a guy who then turned into an airship. Yeah, that that <laughs> couldn't have been a very fun fight had it happened. <laughs> no, that would have been annoying because those airships do not die quick. <laughs> no, no, no. Those are really uh, aggravating battles. It's great, too, if you're playing as the Sirius ship and then you, you fight the Galactic Emperor. The battle starts... And the camera is just like partially submerged underground because it does not know what to do with you. And I was like, is this what I'm just going to be looking at this dirt texture for the entirety of this battle? But fortunately, I was able to like target a few like one of the Borgs that like parts would eventually just kind of reset the camera where I could see my guy. But not great. Oh, I did. I did try one of like the Sky Gunner like mechs early on that could like drop mines or miss or drop landmines not landmines mm. drop, drop something on people yeah. and drop bombs and could shoot and it i liked them but he just got massacred with like very quickly <laughs> that was the end of me experimenting with that yeah uh, that's how the game has the slowest airplanes uh-huh. ever i think oh, yeah, yeah. They suck. that's how i felt about the chainsaw night i was so excited to get him because he was just tearing my ass up and then like when you can actually connect a hit it does devastating damage but he's just so slow it's just not viable yeah, there's definitely a sensation of like, like the meme. You know, we've got Chainsaw Knight at home, and then oh man, <laughs> and then you, your Chainsaw Knight is not nearly as cool as the Chainsaw nah. Knight you've been fighting. <laughs> I I felt that all the time. Like I'd get I'd get a Borg that I was so excited to have, and then it'd be like, oh, this is mm-hmm. not fun. Yeah, yeah, something I that I, I I should have looked into, but like there's this one like red and and blue guy. And like, if you battle them, they combine and make like a really big robot. But I don't know if you have those two in your roster. If there's like something similar you could do to to activate that, but would have been cool if you couldn't do it. Huh? I wonder if it's this guy I got here. That guy, Cyber Machine Biako. I never saw this one. No, I don't think it's him. It's like because like the battle starts. It's like a red guy and a blue guy, and then one of the like if you look at the description form too, when you have them on your roster it'll say like only like he only shows his ultimate potential when he's teamed with you know blue oh i i fought those guys before yeah hmm. they yeah. were annoying because you would they could take a lot of damage and they split and then now you're dealing with two again exactly yeah interesting did you did you get you didn't get those then did you mike i think they were after no. where you were at no the game also- gets better after that one level that's just ridiculously hard <laughs> yeah the stupid difficulty spike yeah it, it i was also sad uh, i never got drill robot because he's just drill man for Mega Man 5 oh he's fantastic yeah he's actually awesome. if you want to cheese the final boss his drills will go through the shield oh excellent oh <laughs> but <laughs> the problem is he's then those turrets will still like that are on top of the final boss will still knock you around so then there's a lot of helplessly flailing or and having to get teleported back up. Oh. At least you don't take fall damage. <laughs> At least yeah. you don't take fall damage. There you go. Yeah, there's no environmental damage either, so like you have to worry about lava pits or anything like that. Just Which is nice. Teams. Yeah. Yeah. I think you can be hurt by your own explosions for some reason. Mm. It's never fun. Uh, you can hurt you can hurt your allies, I know that, because I did it all. Oh, off. yeah, and it like gives you a little pop-up saying how many times you shot them. Like, I don't care, they're in the way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm not doing anything anyway half the time. <laughs> <laughs> they're not super useful. No. <sighs> I mean, I, I, I say that even though when they weren't around, I was very upset, but I don't think they were that useful. <laughs> oh, yeah, those, those battles were... It's an interesting little moment is the defeat the hero types, I think is what that mission archetype is. And there's like this group of what they're like five 
different heroes that are always fighting together and you can you can, you know have them join your team or whatever but the battle starts and it like the camera zooms in on them like they're going to say something but they never do so it's just this <laughs> kind of awkward moment where it's like all right check out these five heroes all right yeah, f- uh, fight them or whatever <laughs> do do something go for it yep exactly finally there was one mission where, like, you, you have to fight the guy that I hated with the swords. And he's like, oh, we're going to do a solo match. And he brings out his buddy, and you don't have a buddy. And I remember oh, I yeah. was very irritated with that fight. <laughs> oh, that, that one got me a little angry. I'm like, okay. Because it was because the other guy, I forget his, his name, doesn't matter. But he used a bunch of, like, robots that have long range. And that combo was very devastating with the two of them. What it was, was it? The, not Orochi, is it? Or is it Show? Like, those I, two... Kids, no, yeah. Rochi's no, not a Rochi because that's the guy with the green hair that's kind of being like controlled by the Borg. You find out in the very end or something. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, no, it wasn't the, the, the oh, it's the kid boys. with the military helmet, right? Yeah, he's the the friend that he brings in. Yeah, he's the that first was... of the little stinkers that you have to fight. <laughs> yeah, and then they join you, and then they become. I mean, and then you lose them all at one point. Like, also another thing that's interesting about this game is there's you don't really get a game over if you lose a mission at all. There is no game over. Some missions I lost, some that seemed important, and the game just continued on. Mm-hmm. And then near the end, like the cannon mission, I lost that, and the game said, "Well, just keep doing it." Mm-hmm. Right. But so I thought that was cool. Like couple that actually progressed the game, even though I was failing at, at a level and I could not beat Orochi. And it just went, oh, "Okay, here, keep going. The whole map is black. Clear it all out." But the game will progress. So if you lose, like, they're gonna get the data crystal, and then I lost. And it's like, okay, I guess they have that now. Yeah, keep, <laughs> keep going. Yeah, it's. I thought that was cool that it didn't just game over you or do other things. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Although I would rather have seen a game over than like successfully completing a mission and then pulling back to the map screen. And everything is covered with fog and exclamation points again. Just like, <laughs> it's like heart sinking. Here's, here's your reward. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I think it did it once to me anyway, where the whole game just did that. Where it just like it covered, even though I won, it covered the whole map because of the story near the end. Like mm-hmm. they're, they're not winning or something. Yep. That uh, story didn't matter. It's just there. Yep. Just kids having fun. What are you going to do? <laughs> with the end of the world coming and yeah, it doesn't matter. It's a good time. Loving it. <laughs> I just don't. I, I really thought there'd be an anime or something for this game, but there's not. There's nothing else. Yeah, they definitely seem like they were shooting for it. Like the metabots is real hot right now. What if we did that? <laughs> yeah, that uh, all right. Should we go on to questions, comments or memories? Uh, do you have any? Actually, yes. <laughs> wow. I know. Well, first I posted, I think I posted in five different groups, but I, mm. some groups just ignored me, like Overblood ignored me, they had nothing, but when I posted in the GameCube group, I actually got a few comments. Oh, cool. So I was a little surprised. One, from Ian Franz, he said, this is the, he, and he takes them, he said, Dave, this is the one game I was talking about, couldn't remember the name. You're welcome, Ian, <laughs> I reminded you of this game, but <laughs> no one to remember. A couple interesting ones, from Logan... Jacob, great gameplay for its time. Didn't age too poorly either, but my God, that voice acting is horrendous. Yep. <laughs> uh, I didn't I didn't believe Mike when he first said it. I'm like, ah, oh, it can't be that bad. Mm-hmm. It's bad. Unfortunately, I mean, I didn't even listen. I wanted to listen to it so I could make a joke when we started the episode, but I just couldn't get myself to listen to it again. So I'm like, it wasn't worth it. All right. From Jordan Haduka. Awesome game. Ashley, Ashley, but the price tag hefty. I'm glad I grabbed a copy for cheap. Yeah. That's how I feel about Cubivore, how it's going for crazy amounts, and I got it for $7.50 back in the day. Oh, wow. Is that any good, Cubivore? Yes. Okay. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's interesting. It's probably the... It's weirder than this. Yeah. Cubivore? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, it's just a, I think it's like a prequel to Maneater. Oh, yeah, that's a good way to look at it. Or like Evo, the plant search oh, yeah. for evolution on Sertreen. Yeah, little guy eating bigger stuff. Okay. Don't, don't worry, Mike, you'll find out soon. It's great. <laughs> yeah, it's super fun. I, I'll, you know, you know, I would play it. I play anything for the show. Mm-hmm. All right, from Wade Miller, this was such a fun game. The gameplay was awesome, and the fun collecting of gotcha parts, etc., and making your team was excellent. I just remember the voice prompts during dialogue being pretty rough to hear over and over. Yeah, <laughs> and over and over and over. Yeah, <sighs> I didn't yeah. hear them. It's like Robotech last week. Next time, <laughs> try aiming. Oh, God, that game. All right, I got two more from the Laser Time group, the only other group that answered me. Both the official ga- the, the, the Game Former group and Overblood both had nothing to say to me uh, about this game. Uh, from Keith Kranjic, I sank so many hours into this game. And Greg Moore, one of the few Capcom games I don't know jack about. We had a cabinet where we kept old games to use for giveaways, and this game was sitting there for years, but I never thought to even look it up. Any good? Oh, it's not funny. bad. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of good. Just hard to play. Yeah, I think we we kind of talked about it a little bit, but like it's just that era of games where they just didn't know how to do a lot of things we take for granted now. So like I would say like a lot of games that were considered good then just have not aged well, just because mechanically games are a lot more solid mm-hmm. now. So like at the time, like you look and it just hasn't. We were able to put up with a lot of stuff that we like would not tolerate now. So like that camera would have been like, all right, this is frustrating, but this is video games. You know, I think a lot of times it's just how it was. I agree with you. Yeah. And we didn't know better and we weren't we used to better. We weren't used to anything different. Yeah. And now we are. Exactly. Like, can you imagine <laughs> like like early days of 3D platforming where you're like it was hit or miss whether or not like developers would give your character a shadow when they were jumping onto platforms, mm-hmm. you know? So like just so many little details like that make life easier and better, but they were just figuring stuff out, man. It's like, you said, like the product of its blood. time over and over and over again. And having to sit through the animation every single time, something like that. All right. I think we should go on to shelf stacker box and mm-hmm. I'll go first. Um, I'm actually going to put this game in the box. I, yeah. I really liked it. I'm really glad I played it, but I never need to see it again or play it again. But it is a very unique and interesting game, and it I'm really glad to get to play it. So going in the box. <laughs> I know, I'm kind of contradicting, but still, just one of those. How about you, Mike? Uh, it was nice to finally play this game after Jeff Cork planted the seed in my head twelve or uh, eight years ago. <laughs> to uh, This weird obsession with this very weird game, but... He kind of said it best at the top of the show how it's got such a great concept, but the execution is just lacking. But the concept of getting continuously getting new characters to play with is super fun. It's like it's like Smash Brothers, how you'll play a few matches and then someone else will drop in and be like, hey, you can play as this guy now. So every time I saw that a uh, little <laughs> the little handheld Walkman cassette player come up, I'm like, I got real excited. <laughs> it's like, cool, man, who did I get? Is there going to be any good? Another tank. No. Okay. <laughs> but so I'm going to I'm going to put in the stack because it's fun. It's not great, but I can see going back to it someday to just try and unlock more more of the Borgs that I didn't get to see the first time. Okay. Yeah. And how about how about you, Jeff? Well, this was easy to answer because it's just like real life. This goes on the shelf with all the GameCube <laughs> games. I love the I love the GameCube. I like just looking at the collection and it's nice to know that like I can always go back to it i guess that's technically what a what a box is also though right but eh. yeah i'm just gonna put it on the shelf 
then that <laughs> way if like a, a true GameCube head comes over, you know, we can kind of give each other a knowing nod and <laughs> like what the what the hell is Gaja Force? <laughs> yeah, you know. Don't play it. <laughs> now <laughs> you can go back in time and play it though, for sure. <sighs> I think I would have enjoyed it in 2003 a lot. Yeah, if I would have yeah. picked up a copy when I saw it. Yeah, yep. I'm now I've got like Shadow uh, Neo G Red, so I gotta check that out. Yeah, well, here we go. Report back on how how similar he is to the normal G Red. <laughs> I would I'll I'll hazard a guess. I'm gonna say identical. <laughs> yeah, that's probably accurate with how the, the way this game is. Yeah. <laughs> I can't mean anything but I put the same. But you know, I wouldn't mind have if I would have had multiple of him on my team, I would have enjoyed the game more. Because then, if he would have died, it would just have more of him to use. Because he's he was really good. Yeah, I guess I just take that for granted. I have like a huge stack of reds that you know I could have a whole team of them. Like I got. Oh, you get more. Yeah, you just get copies of them. I have like five or six. <laughs> of them. Yeah, but they're all like different color variations. Oh, there's only one true red. You know, I still would have been. Okay, I would have probably enjoyed the game more if I had less claw robots because the claw robot was really bad. I just, I just got used to them. Yeah. Are there cheats that give you like that unlock all the guys? Oh yeah. Uh, I think okay. there are like actual replay codes for that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Dolphin Emulator does something different with the codes, but it's really like simple compared to like the PS2 emulator. You have to literally go in and edit files and with Notepad and then plug them back in. Yeah. That's not fun. No thanks. Yeah. I had to do that for Star Wars Bounty Hunter because that game is hard as hell. Yeah, it's not great. <laughs> oh, man. That's why I know how to do that. But yeah, no, the cheats are real simple to add in Dolphin. So yeah, it and seems I, like a missed opportunity to have G red and not have like G yellow and G blue to go with the full Power Rangers gambit. And like I have a whole team. Yeah, it would be interesting to talk to someone from Capcom just about what their intentions were with this. Mm-hmm. How much of it is like actually projection? They're like, maybe they were just like, no, we didn't want to do an anime. We made the game. That that was it. That was, yeah. well, you know, or yeah, we had really high hopes for it. Yeah. You know, maybe someone should do some investigation on that. Who knows? I, I feel like they had high hopes. I, I, it feels like in Japan or well, the fact they got re-released in Japan in 2012, like people were actually into this mm-hmm. thing. Just didn't mm-hmm. do, I don't think it's great here because. It's just, you know, especially that era, we were more into wanting to shoot things, not play as little, not play as toys. Yeah, exactly. Play as toys shooting things. That's ridiculous. Yeah, but we were more <laughs> early 2000. Wouldn't that have been when, like, Call of Duty was starting to get really big? I know it's before Call of Duty 4, but it's still, I feel like it would have been something was starting. Early uh, 2000, Toy Commander was sweeping the country <laughs> on Dreamcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, Dreamcast was dead at this point, at least. <laughs> uh, it just seemed like Capcom's way of trying to get into that Pokemon niche. Like, this is our take on collecting a bunch of shit. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I don't know. No, the first Call of Duty was 2003, so. There you go. Yeah. Um, that's how it felt to me. It, it felt a lot to me like it was that era where we, were, we weren't ready. We weren't into stuff like that, where now I feel like that we'd be more accepted. Like, this game really should be re-released on yep. something. And yep. they should show some restraint and not charge for all the individual robots. I'm sure that <laughs> every toy would be like, oh, you like gotcha mechanics, do you? Well, get the gotcha pass. Yeah. And... I mean, it's Capcom. You look at Street Fighter, they're going to take out all the color variants. You'd be like, okay, five bucks piece. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but Street Fighter, it works because people know Street Fighter. People be like, what the hell is gotcha force? I'm not paying $3 for a blue robot when I got the red one. Yep. <laughs> Even I wouldn't do that. 
<laughs> I, I I really do want to see a re-release just so more people, more people can experience the game because there's probably a lot of people who are if they're listening to the episode probably like what that had never heard of this game until mm-hmm. now and we educated them just like Jeff educated us about the existence of this game. Yep. Yeah, that's really interesting that you've been thinking about it all this time and then you oh, got, finally crazy. got to check it out. That's cool. I guess like, like whether, regardless of your experience with it, it's fun <laughs> to have like a like a white whale kind of a thing. Yeah, close the close the chapter. My wife will be glad to have me finally stopped talking about this game <laughs> every birthday and christmas i'm like hey you could see how much gotcha force is going for ah <laughs> that's funny though hey but at least you got to experience it yeah i did finally it was more fun than robotech for you so hey oh yeah there was that <laughs> if only you'd won that super replay showdown we could have avoided all this oh my god you have to, well i was playing this I kind of broke into a cold sweat thinking about <laughs> what would have happened had I won and just imagining doing it by myself after the first episode because everyone was just so <laughs> oh, mad at man. me. I would imagine like Ryder would be like, you idiot. How <laughs> dare you? You know, because I had like I revisited Chibi Robo like within the past couple of years. And I was like, oh, that game really holds up well oh, yeah, in a lot of surprising solid. fun ways. But like this one, you really <laughs> have to like look at it as kind of a historical artifact. And it just does not have. I don't think it lends itself well to something that you'd want to watch someone play while talking over it. So is that, I think that's the one where you lost at boom blocks because of some random shit that someone else did. That sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a Ben Hansen move. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was shit. just the hand of fate saving. Yeah. You from <laughs> yeah six exactly. episodes of this. Oh God. Six episodes to be generous. Yeah. Took me <laughs> six 12 hours or something like that. It's not a sh- It took me nine hours to beat this game, but it also, like, it, I unfortunately I deleted it, but it gave me. It does tell you how many Borgs you killed and everything, if I remember correctly, at the end of this game. Yeah. I just remember the number was not small. <laughs> <laughs> you kill so many little robots. Just imagine the viewers. The view is going, like, cut in half every episode as it comes out. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it works when you do deep cut, deep cut stuff, though. Mm hmm. I know quite well at this point. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see how this episode does. Uh, at least we'll right. work on it. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, Mike, why don't you introduce what we're talking about next week? Yeah, we're going to play Ape Escape 3 on the PS2. Everyone's everyone's favorite from that series. <laughs> he said sarcastically. That's a good game. I've never played any other Ape. It's my first Ape Escape game. Yeah, it's it's all you need, really. It's It's pretty damn cool so far. We'll talk more about that series next week. Nice. And, Jeff, do you want to give a plug? Yeah, go to GameInformer.com, subscribe to the magazine. Uh, yeah, that's those are the only ways I know to engage with it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and I want to thank you again for coming back on. Absolutely. Yeah, it was super fun. It's been, it's definitely been over a year. I I know, I, I think it's been, yeah, it's been over a year, I'm pretty sure. I know it was um, it's episode 50 around Link to the Past and episode 60-something. We did Zombies Hate My Neighbors, I think 64, but I can't remember exactly. Yeah. Yeah, this was like literally the only time I've ever talked with anyone who's played this game. <laughs> no joke. I've never talked to this about this game to people who have played it. So this is the first time that's happened. I remember Mike saying that he's going to let you pick a game and you couldn't come up with anything. So I'm like, oh, let's see if he wants to play one of these games I know he likes. And you uh, you jumped at this one. Yeah, absolutely. It was a nice <laughs> excuse to revisit it. Yeah. And I know that if I had not had this kind of hanging over my head, would not have rolled credits on it again. So. Yeah, impressive. Yeah, no, it's it, I, I did enjoy it. I, I'm really glad that we did play this because it, oh, it's yeah. something that it's off my list that I finally got to experience. Mm-hmm. 
It would have been on the show eventually, either way, because I'm sure I would have picked it at some point, just when it got to be too much. Like, okay, I have to, I got to play this. We got to get it done. <laughs> I need this out of my life. Yep. You know. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's fair unique. Um, I, that's all I, I think that's all I can say about this go. game. That sums it up. All right, and if you enjoyed this episode, we got tons of other episodes for you to go check out. If we do games, we do movies, we do comics. We are currently going through the MCU, and I think we just we released Ant Man not too long ago. So definitely go check that out. And I think we're releasing yeah, Sin City comes out. I think the next week after this or so, at some point. Yay. Because suffering. Uh, so definitely check those out. And if you would please give a want to give a shout out to our awesome intro and outro courtesy of Bobby, aka Mike Stoney from ZP Bite the Bullet, song the Cool Kid Squad. Please follow him on YouTube. You'll see a link in the show notes. You also well, you probably you also see a link to GameFormer.com to go see Jeff's work. You probably don't need a link because a chance you probably know GameFormer is. You listen to the episode, there's a good chance. So yep. probably coming from Overblood. Some not as many not as many as I would like, but some yes. And please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. We are finally on YouTube. No video content, but we are on YouTube. So please, I need more subscribers. Follow us on there. And I think that's all I got to say tonight. We will see you guys all next week. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>